Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. Yeah, that was Little Sketch with My Face Loves Your Face. <laughs> That's right, I'm Engineer Jimmers, and we're rocking all the top 40 hits right here on 95.5 KDONG. That's right, we're the big old dong. And I say holla, Mike. Holla! Yeah, holla! Now, we're going to keep the countdown rolling like totes cray cray that's right and i say it's totes cray so tell your moms and your pops to chill for real though because i'm on fleek that's right my friends okay now it's time for jay and dad that makes me wiggle and jiggle and bop till i drop what up you say i'll tell you what up i'm engineer jim getting bigger and bigger every day on 95 5.5 KDONG The Dog <laughs> Dan O'Toole is the big 4-0 I, I thought, you know, it was only appropriate that I let you, after all these years, finally have a taste of my wife's hot cookie. Yes! I can't believe this is the first time it happened. The ice cream tastes like the prime rib, the prime rib tastes like the shrimp, the shrimp tastes like the water, and the water tastes like the prime rib. Dan O'Toole is by. Have you ever really had a grown man grab you? Seen the position. (laughs) Stop it! Guys, here's uh, here's the Dan O'Toole. I'm not a cheap person. I'm very generous. I just don't like to spend my money. You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. <laughs> Dan. Another marathon recap from Mike there. It's a big show last week. Didn't make any sense at all. Mike, you can't It was just... hilarious. It was a riot. No, it was you a great were, show. You were laughing pretty good. But your, your recap is all over the map there. Yeah. And the BG Isn't this music podcast was all over the map. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Welcome to the J and Dan podcast. <laughs> you, didn't do, you didn't do dance, did you? I did. I did, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I just did it, literally right now. I just did We're excited that. for our guest, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is in today. Uh, Jim, that was my favorite uh, <laughs> opening ever. Yeah, it's good to cool. see Lil Sketch getting some airplay finally. I oh, really, yeah. I really like top the forty, top forty radio DJ engineer Jim. <laughs> That's the best. We're getting day. bigger every day. The dong, the donger, K dong. How do you come up with the? Uh... Oh, speaking of radio stations, we figured out. A bunch of people told us yeah. the, the answer. It's the mighty Mississippi. Yeah, I should have yeah. known that. I think I learned that. In the Mississippi school. River is how you determine whether you're a K station or a W station in the United States. Yeah, one that's... side or the other. Who drowned in the Mississippi? Uh, what you call it? Jeff Beck? Jeff no, Buckley. No, Jeff Buckley. Buckley. Jeff Beck. Jeff no. Beck. 
But so Buckley went into the Mississippi and he had like work boots on and stuff, and he couldn't swim supposedly. Yeah, I mean, it was sad. Are we really gonna start the podcast okay, so, with this one? So, so anyway, so a guy probably committed suicide. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the current there where he went in was like so strong. It was no. Yeah, that's a bad situation. Not, not good. That's hey, not speaking good. of water, what? Oh, it rained God. in California this week. <sighs> oh it hadn't rained in probably two months, and you got to experience driving with L.A. people in the rain. It's speaking, a, no, no, it's, it's not, no, it's no segue at all. The, this is interesting because, and Dan's right, so as usual, I went out to the desert with my wife and baby. Uh, we like to go to the desert on the weekend time. A lot of stuff. You guys got an operation going on out there. Yeah, we're selling cocaine to the old people. <laughs> and so we're on our way back in. And again, it's poor. Yeah, just cocaine. Right, your, vi- your vehicle pulls in. The Viagra's yeah. here. The Coke's here. Yeah, it's yeah. the on right. All the seniors, they're like, oh, there's that on right. Give me my bump. <laughs> Hey, all you they do a lot of cooking out there, man. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Right, a lot of meth. Out in the desert. It's all yeah. making sense now. Sweet, oh, yeah. sweet meth. Where's my drugs? Can't handle the boredom. Yeah, what else are you going to do when you're old? Yeah, you just That's do all I'm going to do. Actually, that's Real true. Sketch. Just lock yourself in a room and just do as many drugs as you can until you die. No, not that many. Just Yes. Okay, continue with the rain. I'm retired. What do you do? <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. Drugs. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're heading it back in after our drug drop. And uh, and we're on our way in. And, like, Dan's right. Nobody in Los Angeles can drive when it rains. It's like a massive snowstorm hits Canada and nobody can drive. That's what it's like in L.A., but imagine just with rain, with water falling on the ground. Suddenly, everyone's like, oh, my God, I can't. Ah! Ah! Well, I can't keep it between the lines. Like, I'm driving in, and literally, like, left and right in the ditches, people are in the ditch, and they're like, ah! I'm like, what's wrong? Just drive. Just keep it between the It's fine. But I can't. It's fine. No, there's nothing. Nothing's gonna happen. These vehicles are very heavy. <laughs> Do they think? Oh, it's gonna hydroplane. Yeah, that's what everyone thinks. They're like, I've got. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm, I'm like a, like a dog on ice. <laughs> anyway, I hope everyone is okay. It rained. We need the rain. It's like a drought here. But as I was saying to Engineer Jim's good buddy Mac, who's hanging out with us. Yeah. I'm convinced. I'm convinced that the drought, no problem. I'm like not worried at all. But the only solution to the drought is, hey, I hope it rains. No, but this is it. They'll figure it out. Like, you know what my dad says about the house they have out in Palm Springs is on a golf course, and it's like lush and green. And I'm like, Dad, what the is going on out here? Are they using the drug money to water the lawns? They're not supposed to be doing this golf course, shouldn't be this green. He's like, recycled water. It's recycled water. I've like, made mistakes. Like my water? Yeah, I I know all about water. So that's what I'm thinking. Like that's what we're gonna be drinking and showering. Oh, no, that's what I was shaving with. I, I've yeah. got some heaters. They're covered up by makeup right now, but uh, I got one of those uh, those razors where you put it in the thing. And it self cleans itself. I thought, okay, when it runs out, the liquid runs out. It'll tell me a beep or something. I say, eh, liquid's out. Put a new one in. 
Mike, it's been that's about... That's a weird drop. That's a weird drop. I'm like, right it's there. been two months. I should check on this liquid. Black. Yeah. So it was... Oh, that's oh. disgusting. Like, what oh. is wrong with you? Buddy. So I was... Uh, dirty razor face. So you're just just filthy razor just smothering all hey, over your face. The Dirty Razors, that's a good band. That would be a good yeah, name for a band. That's a great band name. Speaking of bands, yeah. Engineer Jim, Six Degrees. Mm. This one from Jamie Collins. Why well, we got an intro? Let's hear it. Mike? Oh yeah. Q. Although it's not even it's story time. It's with more Jim's. of a wrap up. It's like story time with Jimmers, is it? <laughs> did, did we mention that Pat not here again this week? I, we finished the pod last week. And he's like, yeah, I'm not good. Can I do my Patrick impression? I'm working on it. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm not going to be uh, there next week. <laughs> I, uh, I have a meeting in New York City. Whoa! <laughs> they couldn't Skype that meeting? Apparently not. Got to get to New York. Get Keep right. Keep surfing on the internet. What is he even meeting about? Beach pictures? <laughs> uh, speaking of Pat. He's got to be there a week early for the Emmys. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> Should we? Here it is. This is Jamie Collins. Do we have the intro, Mike? Yes. I knew you'd come through. Yeah. Jamming with Jimmers. Like that, Mike. How long have we been doing six degrees and it's never been corrected? That intro, well, it's jamming with Jimmers. You know what? Because sometimes it's not a six degrees, he just brings up a story. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, all right. We should get so we, we, we should but, throw that on the but, end, I think. But we should do a separate six degrees stinger, yeah. I think. Put okay. together a cool yeah. one, right? Well, yeah, the last Jim's great. excited. Jim wants yeah. to have I think yeah. the, sure. last, the last podcast meeting we had, we brought that up, but I, I forgot. Whoa. Podcast, oh, right. We don't podcast have podcast meetings. meetings. What podcast meeting? We don't need meetings. We don't have them. Why? Get the, the fox out of your head. Yeah. Too many meetings. There's so I've learned many meetings we don't have here. meetings, right? Yeah. We don't do meetings. Not needed. Right. Meetings no. are not needed. Well, I mean, we could bring up Ever. topics like this. No. Like we need a new <laughs> stinger for Jim. <laughs> Six inches with Engineer Jim. Hey, what do we do six if Pat's inches. not here? Pat's dead. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Are you just talking to yourself right now? Yeah. Just saying things. <laughs> okay, here's one from Jamie Collins, Jim. Uh, and you hear this guy so much when you live in Los Angeles because he is an Angelino. Tom Petty. Move west down Ventura Boulevard. Tom yes. Petty. Yes. Yeah. Wait, waiting for that music from Mike there. Uh, so. Play ball! Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, sure there enough. There it is. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, my, my buddy Hoover, again, is very tight with the whole Petty crew. But uh, there's a. First a off, best nickname ever. Honestly. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, but uh, there is. Uh, a guitar tech who is Mike Campbell's guitar tech, who I've worked with a lot in the recording studio. Uh, he was Billy Bob's main tech for a long time. He's done a bunch of tours with him. Uh, his name's Steve Winstead, and everybody knows him as Chinner. Uh, How do you get that? I, <laughs> Big Chin? Yeah. Like I'd, loved, I'd love to chin? hear that one. I, I, <laughs> some, sometime when we can talk. Uh, oh, off, know. off. Yeah. Anyways, I uh, think you're in a safe place. I don't think you should feel that you can't explain Chinner. Uh, so, anyways, uh, so uh, I worked a lot with uh, with with Steve Winstead, and uh, also 
three days after my twins were born, we had a birthday party that uh, this was when Billy and Angelina were still married. We had a big birthday party at Billy Bob's house. And uh, we set it up as a surprise party. And we had a big jam there with uh, Tom Petty, Robbie Robertson, Billy Gibbons, uh, Daniel Lanois. It was just a big party jam session. It was a lot of fun. A couple of Canadians in the mix there. Yeah. And, and like, it, for the tw- for the surprise party, like, was that for the twins? Was the uh, party for the twins? N- well, uh, actually, they were uh, born. Um, oh, they were born right before. Yeah. Uh, I think Billy's birthday's uh, August 3rd or 4th, and my girls were born on the 1st. So, uh you know, and it was crazy. My uh, my wife, after delivering twins, was there at the party. She wanted to yeah, hang with Tom. It was Tom. cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Tom Petty has had like the coolest career. Right? Just unbelievable. He is just phenomenal. I mean, so he's a cool underrated. Dude. He's just a very cool, cool dude. And uh, I've I've uh, had some on and off acquaintances with uh, their front of house guy who's been with them for years, Robert Scoville. And we have uh, mutual friends, and we've met on occasions, and uh, he he's really talented. Now, guy. now, does Petty live? Because Petty lives in the valley, correct? Or, or uh, where does Petty live? Mike Campbell lives in the valley. I think Petty still lives in Malibu. Oh, really? I think so. Okay. Probably hangs out with Chelios, Malibu Mafia, and yeah. Kid Rock in there too. Uh, I could be wrong, but I think so. I'm thinking, and th- I don't mean this in the wrong way. That I know. Petty and Kid Rock aren't exactly think. pals, or maybe they are pals. I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. It just doesn't gonna, seem like yeah, they, a match. It, 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 was, it was funny, though. Uh, not too long ago, uh, I think it was during the NASCAR season or something, actually, uh, Chinner called me, <laughs> and uh, I was here working, and, and uh, I, I made these really cool sound baffles. I made some for Slash and some for Billy and all that stuff, and and he was telling Petty about them, and I think he wanted some for his studio. And it was hilarious because they're like, hey, Jim, we got this piece for you to do. And I'm like, hang on a second. I'm on the phone with Tom Petty. Give me yeah, a second. You nice, know? It was very cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay, one more. <laughs> I got to do one more from Kenny Bon Jovi. Yes. Yes. Uh, I haven't worked directly with Bon Jovi, but uh, have hung a few times with Richie Sambora. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Now, yes. let's discuss that. Yeah, yeah. How's Richie these hey, days? Hey, who's that good-looking um, guy? Uh, I think he's doing better. You know, he kind of has some ups and downs with things. Yeah. But uh, uh, when uh, I first met him, it was actually backstage at Wembley Stadium. No. Wow. Yeah, with, uh, he was there in England, and we were there with Guns playing a concert, and... Uh, it it was a lot of fun partying with him and Slash backstage <laughs> before the show. It wow. was very cool. What, yeah. So, because he always seemed so quiet and unassuming, and then you realize like he might have been the biggest part, one of the biggest partiers of that whole hair metal era, almost. Yeah, he 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 went he for lived it. the rock lifestyle. I think pretty much all those guys. Not so much John. He's always been a pretty together guy, yeah. but. Uh, uh, I think all those other guys kind of went through that, you know. So with Richie, um, 
one thing I thought uh, John Bon Jovi said that was really interesting once is that like Richie Sambora has more talent in his little finger than I have in my whole body. Like essentially conceding that Richie Sambora was the most talented person in the sort of musical drive of the band. So he, he's unbelievably talented. He really is. I, I you know I I couldn't speak for the rest of the guys having really not met any of them, but. Uh, I did see Bon Jovi the last time they played at Staples Center. What did you think? They were phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Still got it. Still got it. Well, and it was awesome. Pour I mean, some sugar on if, me. Oh, sorry, if, that's Def Leppard. If sorry. you guys want to walk into the den of the Cougars. Oh, yeah. It was insane. Doesn't, I mean, count me in on that. Yeah. It was crazy. The den of the, I'd like to start a band called the den, the of, den, the den of the Cougars. The den of the Cougars. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Those and what? What was it? Uh, what was the other dirty, band? Dirty, dirty Racers. Dirty that Razors? could be the Dirty Racers' first album, Den of the Cougars. I like that. I, I actually like that. dig that a lot. Uh, that's very cool. That's uh, Six Degrees of Engineer Jim. Thank you. Um, this has nothing to do with anything. This news broke on Twitter. I saw here. Took you a minute. Mike is like smiling. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Slava Voinov going back to Russia. He was the king uh, player yeah. who got into legal issues. The only reason I bring that up, his kid went to my kid's school in Redondo Beach, California. So that kid's going from a school in Redondo Beach, California to a school in Russia. Yeah, but probably not like, like, like probably an international no, school. No, there's going to be wild dogs. Just one school. Wild Everyone dogs. Everyone go to the, Putin's like, I pick all of you kids up at seven. <laughs> all of you kids get in Lada. I take you all to school. You learn only about me. <laughs> um, hey, look who's on the, uh, first of all, on the podcast today, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Very, very cool. NASCAR legend. And his favorite football team is the Washington Redskins. And so on the on the Wall of Fame today, Canadian-born, Calgary-born, just like me, Mark Rippon, former Washington he, Redskins, Cleveland Browns. football player? Yeah. We don't so have any up there. He is the first Canadian-born quarterback to start in the NFL and to win the Super Bowl MVP. And he won two Super Bowls. And he played for, he played for nine teams. I didn't realize that. Two-time wow. pro bowler, too. When you're a new entry into the Wall of Fame, you get shafted all the way to the top row. Like after you make it after your first there. week. Yeah, because... Uh, Oh, uh, yeah. Andrew Wiggins is up there. You got to earn it, Bob. Yeah. That's all right, though. There's only so much room. Nah, not that right. Not that right. Okay, let's uh, touch our bags. Yeah. <laughs> this is exciting. Now, this it's week. time to touch their bag. The Jay and Dan mailbag. <laughs> this week, I took Dan's <laughs> advice. I did not look at a single email. So, before. Uh, That's my uh, motto in life. About any emails, I just <laughs> just respond. How's yeah. your new yeah. iPhone treating you, by the way? What's a web page? Uh, it doesn't seem to ring. People call it, like, go straight to voicemail. I'm like, I got the ringer on. I don't know. This is the time here. Are you going to go see the th- oh. 17th Steve Jobs and movie? Today, today, I was coming out here, and, and I see uh, there, we discovered a new patio that's like on the second floor of this building. And I'm like, there's producer Tim having a dart. I'm like... I, and then it, it couldn't take a picture quick. Piece of well, get a new one. They got wanted the new ones. That I came wanted out. producer Tim in the wild photo. Yeah, but you, but you can't show it. No, it was back. Oh, that's true. And then just the 
pil- pillows of billows <laughs> of smoke. He's gonna be so mad we're discussing this. He doesn't smoke. We're just kidding. That's right. Producer Tim has never smoked. I'll kill your dog. <laughs> Producer Tim listens to this podcast, by the way. I, I, did, I didn't know if he still listened, but he does. That's kind of all he talks to me about. Really? No. Well, I mean, regularly, yeah, he brings it up. Do you every week, week in and week out? Yeah. No, it's yeah. good. I'm glad. Maybe we could get to story it's time. More with like, Producer are Tim? you doing that podcast today? Yeah, he doesn't like it. Yeah. Dale yeah. Jr. owns a nightclub. Two of them. I didn't read the prepper notes here. Yeah, one of them called Juniors. And one called Whiskey River on my mind. Okay, here we go. No, that's a Willie Nelson song. Yeah, yeah. touch Whiskey my River, take my mind. Love that song. Oh, do you know the way uh, that song ramps up? You're just like, boy, oh, that's a song. It is. A you good know, uh, Willie, like you know how bands like when you go to the show and. They have like music just playing over the PA system. You know, it mm-hmm. might be whatever. You're going to see Bon Jovi and they might have like some ACDC or just some walk in music while people are mulling mm-hmm. in their seats. Willie plays only Willie. Oh, I think you told us <laughs> that, yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> plays himself. Yeah. That's good. You're there to see a Willie yeah, concert. That's true. You want yeah. to get in the mood? Get, yeah. the, get to know the lyrics? And, you know, the parking lot, same thing. You go out there and hang out in the parking lot with all the folks, and everybody's got Willie Crank, and it's awesome. That'll make Jay and Dan happy. It's an American treasure. Yes. Okay, let's uh, fire through some of these. Let's go with uh, Chris Ojik. Uh, Touch my bag. Um, uh, hey, bud. Been listening for a long while now. Love you guys. Yes, I'm related to Gino. He's my cousin. Oh, cool. It's just annoying living in Vancouver with Ojik as a last name. Mm. LOL. I was driving from Vancouver to Ottawa, don't ask, but as I drove through Calgary, I tuned into a radio channel and there was some guy who did the weather and nothing else. really bugged me because I wanted to take note for one reason. The guy had the same exact voice as that guy on CKDJ. It was eerie. The only reason I couldn't note it was because I made a conscious decision to lock my phone in the trunk on a 5,000-kilometer drive. You need to throw it to your listeners because this guy was way worse than any CKDJ but sounded very close to our boy. LOL. It's 96.9. Please help me find this guy. 3,000 kilometers in three days takes a toll. Uh, by the way, I commend Chris Ojik for uh, safe driving. He, no, he doesn't want to uh, be dangerous and texting while driving. He locked the, tr- the phone in the trunk of the car. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate that. So if you can help him find uh, the CKDJ guy. So we're looking specifically... He did the weather and nothing else. On the uh, the radio. The radio in Calgary. <laughs> that really narrows it down. Okay. So if you're that guy, let us know. All right. Uh, this one's at, hey, staying in Calgary. Adam from Calgary. The subject is condiment gun. Some of my friends and I have a weird obsession with the idea of a condiment gun. Imagine one of your hands becomes a condiment gun, where each finger is assigned a condiment of your choosing for the rest of your life. We revisit this topic every year, usually during the day, drinking. It's amazing to hear what some people will live without or choose to have forever. Mayo? Really? I (laughs) go with this. Dijon mustard, white vinegar, Caesar salad dressing, salsa, soya sauce. Where is the banana hot dog? (laughs) Jay and Dan, what would you choose? And remember, this is forever. Would your new American friends have wildly different finger guns? Sexy Mike, Engineer Jim, what say you? First off, Adam, how are the drugs? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, do not like his choices. Caesar salad dressing, scratch that. No, Dijon I like that. mustard, disgusting. That's tasty. Gives you a little kick. But no ketchup? You need a ketchup. 
That's a, like a go-to. You need a ketchup. Yeah, finger. you kind of need ketchup. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I ketchup, think you need and ketchup and mustard. You need yep. those two in there. They're Soy staples. sauce. Yeah, yeah. yeah you want to have like that chocolate. for salsa? Is chocolate a condiment? Well, like, yeah. a chocolate like like a golden corral. Yeah, like a chocolate fountain chocolate coming out of your waterfall. finger. Yeah. Salsa. Just, drip, just dripping out. <laughs> the old chocolate finger. <laughs> chocolate so are all these condiments cool? Another great band Right. Name. Chocolate finger. Chocolate finger. When I am bored, it's chocolate finger all Are day all these long. condiments coursing through your body? <laughs> I think they're just loaded in a robotic hand. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Your it's like Spider-Man. Oh, I thought they were just like running like, through your body. What about barbecue sauce? Yeah, would you that like? one would be pretty good too. What about ranch dressing? Because it can yeah. go with so many things, right? Yeah, yeah ranch you works might, with everything. You might want ranch dressing. How about Parmesan cheese? It's a condiment. Put it on things. That's on a spice of meatball. Right. I just wanted to play that. Drop. Mike ruined it. <laughs> okay, uh, we have time for a couple more before uh, Dale uh, comes in here. This one's from Cameron Foster, subject okay. hockey memories. Hey, Bods, I'm from the great state of Colorado. I've been a loyal listener since day one of the TSN podcast. I heard Jay mention on one of the last podcasts about playing youth hockey. I was wondering whether you two had any good funny stories from those days. Hopefully Dan played too and wasn't just a pig farmer from Peterborough. Love you, boys. I'm just a pig farmer from mm. Peterborough. Mm. You had to play hockey in Athabasca. There was nothing. There was nothing else to do in the winter. You had to play hockey. I remember like the the road trips on the weekends. You talk about driving in weather to get to a tournament in like Callahoo. Yeah. And then play against a bunch of guys who were twice your size and taking slap shots at your head. That was fun. Uh, I remember going to a, a rink. It was either in Hastings, Ontario, or Warsaw, Ontario, home of the Warsaw Caves. That's where uh, a gentleman was once arrested because a woman was using a porta potty, but it was a, a, a permanent porta potty, so it was like an outhouse. I uh, heard some rustling from underneath and looked down, and there was a gentleman peering up at her <laughs> from the catch tank because he was perverted. He wanted to be peed and. Done. Supposedly, when he showed up for his court appearance, the courtroom was packed. People yeah. wanted to see. Like, yeah, I want, to, I want to see this guy. <laughs> anyway, my first uh, time here. Is there a better way to be peed and <laughs> on than getting into an outhouse? But I don't know about you, but if I go to an outdoor event where there's these, poor, I have to hold my breath or else oh, I'm like disgusted. Oh, but that's yeah. what I mean. It's like, oh, I'm gagging now. If horrible. you're into that. Couldn't you, wouldn't it just be better to find a like-minded person, say, on the internet? <laughs> well, there's Jay on right and his wife uh, checking out the app. Right? And then just have that person the audio uh, shit on, on the you? podcast didn't catch that. <laughs> so. <sighs> My God. Jim, Here, get me. Here's the thing. It was Jim, all Jim. No matter how you try not to look down that hole... <laughs> You always do when you're in a porta potty. Yeah, and every do. time you see a, you're like, "What is wrong with that person?" <laughs> right, yeah, that's definitely. Not. Like it's either like, yeah. what the? F yeah, it's always massive. <laughs> and yeah, that's so true. But you always look at your after you take it, don't you? That's just a guy thing. I'm gagging. Right? You just get up, you turn around. Oh yeah, that looked not so good. Or oh, that looks <laughs> anyway. All right. As I was saying, it was no, either. That, am I wrong, Jim? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's healthy. Y'all's yeah. yeah. You, you want to know? It was in know. it was in Warsaw or Hastings, and they didn't have glass in the corners. They had fence, like chain link fence. What do you mean on the port like at the end, body? No, no. At at the rink, we're getting back to the hockey. Oh, okay, I'm like, are we talking so about this? Instead of glass at the end, they had chain link fence. What? Where I first went to college, we had an intramural hockey team, and our outdoor skating rink 
in the corners, like starting in the corners across behind the goal, all chain. Yeah, it's a good way to send a message. Oh, it was awesome! Right, knocking guys in there. Right in there. It was crazy. It was crazy. And uh, the other memory I have is I was a goalie and I was a flopper. I think I've told this on the podcast before. Is my uh, father standing in the crowd when I went down? Get up! Get up! Still, and it I just sl- kind of shows what kind of youth is living. It's going to be an awesome drop. But I always remember my mom <laughs> being in the be crowd and being drop. like, "You'd uh, be like, come on, Jay, come on." I'm like, shut up, mom. <laughs> just shut up. <laughs> oh, my mother also called me out uh, when I played out, uh, like I was playing defense or something, and I hacked a kid. She stopped the game from the crowd. What do you mean, stop the game for the crowd? Came over the no. She's over like, the- hey. Glass. You can't do that. And the refs like everyone's just stopping. I'm like, what? She's like, you can't do that to that person. What it was just you alone playing by yourself? <laughs> no, they. Uh, how do they stop a game? There's they like just a- all stop because she was yelling that loud at me. Wow. wow. I've seen parents. I have seen parents leap over the glass and like jump down like in cowboy boots onto onto the ice and then just come after like a kid like, like a guy pounding on their kid or something. I've seen oh that. My God. Multiple times. That? Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. <laughs> Whoa. That's actually a pretty good That's drop. That's a terrifying animal. I like that. A wildcat. Okay, one time for one more, and then we'll bring in Dale. Connor Cataret. Subject, pumping Mike's tires. Oh, how did this end up in the list? Yeah. yeah. Mike picks number these, one. Hey, Bods. Big fan of the podcast from day one, blah, blah. Just wanted to give some props to Mike. Due to his hard work, the podcast is almost guaranteed to be a good time. He's like a single mother. He washes and dries because Pat is irrelevant, and I wish he was dead. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I wish Mike died. Hey, speaking of uh, wow, speaking of Mike and the podcast, we went out for drinks for my birthday last week, and you wanted to read the comments. I posted an Instagram photo. The comments are amazing. Uh, of us having a, a nice time at the garage, which is uh, just down the street. We'd never been there. It was a fun time. It was fun. Pat uh, could make it. Jim. So one of the, my favorite. Oh, wow. I'm sorry, kidding. I'm, sorry, no. I feel bad. No, no. We work late at night. You have to be here early in the morning. We're, we are ships passing in the night. No, it made no so sense. And, and But here's Pat. Here's Pat's comment to start it off. Pat, at least when I miss the podcast, you guys still tell me it's happening. Hashtag ouch. <laughs> <laughs> what were the other ones? Pathetic. A Shrag- Peter Schrager was there, even. Yeah. Schrager mom. Peter Schrager wearing an Edmonton Oilers shirt. Lot of love for that. Lot of love. Schrags with the wicked shirt choice. Love the shirt, Schrags. And then Danielle, who is on the podcast replacing Pat. Why didn't we have Danielle again today? I don't know. She's she got says, work to do. She says, WTF, J, Mike, and Dan. I thought I was now officially part of this podcast. That's it. Sending my two weeks notice in to Jim. Whoa. No. Okay. If that, so that's what they call it. Two weeks notice. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, it says, here are some of the comments. So it's it, the picture is me, it's Dan on the left, then it's Schrager, then it's Mike, and then it's me on the right. The three of you <laughs> look pretty tanned, and I look very, very pale. And so some of the comments <laughs> start like this. Dan, you look great. California's treating you well. Is Schrager wearing eyeliner? <laughs> Patrick, in a meeting as usual, Jay looks lit. <laughs> Loving the tea on Shregs. Pat's dead. 
Is Shregs really a woman? <laughs> what? Hey, who's that good-looking guy? Did you make Featherstone take the photo? Can't help but think P. Shregs looks a little like Rain Maida of OLP. I've never heard that before. Three normal dudes and one terrifying Jay, who I thought was wearing an earring for a second. It does look like I'm wearing an earring. I'm the juicy man! Um... Jay, why so white? Maybe you should lay off the SPF 1000. <laughs> Where's the uh, my favorite comment? And I can't seem to find it. Someone said I look like Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> oh, that might have been on the Jane Dan pod. Uh, that is repost. terrible. I don't look like I have aged. <laughs> How about we bring in our guest, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr.? Uh, but wait, Tulsi, before we get to oh. Dale Jr., let's oh. take a little uh, let's take a little journey. He's not there anyway. He's not here anymore. He's not here quite yet. He's on his way. Maybe he's driving a racing car on a Would that be weird if he drove just drove a NASCAR racing car all over town? No, that'd be awesome. Uh, let's delve into my past. Yes. Gather round, children. It's time for another installment of the early works of Jay Onright. Oh, bollocks. It's not where he plays with his willy and all that, is it? Jim just loves that so much. A long-time oh. hockey broadcaster, Dick Wait. Urban, will be making an appearance in Saskatchewan. What the hell? <laughs> long-time hockey broadcaster. So far, has this all been one episode, or you used to only have one suit? Uh, this has all been one episode, <laughs> okay. and I probably only had one suit. But this, I believe, is all from one episode. Okay. Tomorrow he will be speaking at a benefit for the Canadian National Institute for the Blind at the Centennial Auditorium. Irvin was in Regina today, and he spoke about many topics, including the future of hockey in Canada. <laughs> oh, my God. The fix that I have on this, oh, it is, is that when the teams get together for their meeting and Team A is playing Team B, the first thing the coaches talk about is defense. How probably are fast stop forward. The yeah, you can probably. Dick is great, but uh, we love okay. Dick. Paul Dam. <laughs> I know that. Uh, Sammy Sosa. It, you know? Sammy is, Sosa at the event too. No, but this is Toolsy. This was the McGuire Sosa year. This yeah. was the big year right here. This foundation has sent food and supplies to help the island through the ordeal. Today, residents of the nation finally had reason to celebrate as Sammy returned home. I have a lot of people here. Way to pick some somber clips here, Mike. And, um, you know, that's why I'm it's here. One show. You know, I know that uh, everybody's here today. I'm happy for it. And, you know, let's see, let's see what's going to happen to them. Your country has been through so much recently with the okay, hurricane. Do you feel that coming home Mike, is giving them... Mike. Here we go. Right into White Sox highlights. Ball. The woman who accused Albert of battery has dropped the charge. Okay, Mike. Claimed that Bell punched her. Okay, and then here's ripped. one thing you got to do right off the top. I feel like you should pick the clips. Watch before. these first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else do you have to do during the day? Now, what do you do all day? Uh, prep for this podcast. <laughs> The clap podcast. It's a good one. Yeah. You're breaking one, the huddle. Hey, yeah. this one was here first. <laughs> we just go to sushi and yeah. stuff. Do yeah. Do we have another show? This is the only one. That's where we're trying to milk it. Okay, let's let's get one more here. Let's go ahead, maybe. Like let's let's see. Can't wait to the murder brief. Oh, oh. Look, Kindersley Melford. Kindersley doubled up on Melford. Okay, this is me chatting. 
with the camera up. Oh, some Jays hat. Oh, this was oh. the horrible uniforms. This is before they went to the black uniforms. Guaranteed. Yeah, I love this music. It's pretty good. Time call. This way before you start talking. So some, when you hear that, Jim, like yeah. that music, and you hear music on our show, is that digital or is that someone playing that on a guitar? Like when you hear the beats behind our highlights and all that. Oh, yeah. No, most of that stuff is played. Not all the time. So they just tell a guy, okay, give me an yeah. hour of playing the guitar. Give me a whatever. riff. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they, they get their music from these libraries where guys will record like, you know, a hundred riffs. I was oh, wondering here's... like how you become one of those guys who records those riffs. Yeah. And if you're watching <laughs> at home during the highlights, you're like, yeah, that's my stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, they're, they're music composers, really. You know, some of the guys, they might have a band that they play out, you know, whatever, the Viper Room on, you know, Friday or Saturday night once a month or something like that. But they're, like, in their studio in North Hollywood banging out music that they play for highlight clips. You know? We should make it for our show. What? We have no musical talent, but I think we could do it. What, do highlight music for yeah. the... I would I love to record idea. it. Okay. You know what? It, we have a, a brilliant engineer. Why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we do it? Why wouldn't we take advantage? I have the guitars. I have the drums. Perfect. I have. I got all the amps. I got everything. Let's do it. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. plays the drum. I can play the trombone. I can play the trombone. It'll be all trombone tracks. How great would it be? You on trombone. Dale Jr. on drums. I can right. play trumpet. So you could be Trombone Tolly. Awesome. Trombone Tolly. The Jay on Wright story. Okay, let's fire this off. <laughs> Work on next season. Today they confirmed that manager Tim Johnson and pitching coach Mel Queen will both be back. It's a combination that many thought Tim would not Tim Johnson, the Vietnam guy? Bill Bird in Toronto. He lied about Vietnam. Oh, he's oh, most successful season since 93 and in the wild card race oh, until the so this final is few a, days. This would be a sports like you can pause it, Mike. Apparently such... This would be a Sportsline Toronto story, right? We would run that. Yeah. Fill up some time. Well, this has been disappointing in so many ways. Let's bring in <laughs> Dale Jr. And Dale joins us now. He was just uh, levitated into the room. Usually the yeah. guests walk in. And we, we have be, maybe we can have a fake round of applause. Yeah, can fake we? round oh, yeah. of applause. <laughs> fake round of applause. Wow, that was an awkward <laughs> intro. <Yeah. laughs> All our in and then when we ask you to leave, we're just going to literally just ask you to leave. Okay. So that's going to be even more awkward. So I'll just let you know about that. Are you ready for that? So yeah. we're a couple of Canadians. We have our Canadian Wall of Fame. Who's your favorite member of this Canadian? Well, we thought wall we heard you're a Redskins fan, so. We put Rippin on this week. Yeah. Roddy, Roddy Piper's pretty cool. Whoa, yeah. who's been beating up on Trebek? Trebek, oh, looks, Trebek, yeah. Trebek looks like he's been there a while. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't mean that. Trebek's been through the we ringer. Didn't mean that. Uh, we have an Atlantis Moore set. Alan Thick. I mean, it's impressive. Yeah. What Gret shows Gretzky, you... How about the sweater, Dale? How about the sweater on Gretzky right here? Wow. Yeah. yeah that, must, That's, must been... that says hello, ladies. Right. Yeah. That's rookie year. I'm the great one. Yeah. So, speaking of Alan Thick, what shows did you grow up watching? That's uh, a weird segue. TV shows? <laughs> <laughs> that is the weirdest segue. I, I, watched, I watched Cheers a lot. Cheers was great. Uh, Night Court. Was Dukes of Hazard. Night, Night Court. I wasn't a big Dukes of Hazard fan. Uh, that was kind of before my time. Um, I've seen a few episodes, but yeah, was, I watched Night Court. Was you know they had that little Fox was um, Fox had this little. Four hour chunk, and it was 
Cheers and Night Court. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And family Ties. Yeah. Cosby Show, Family Ties, mm-hmm. Cheers, Night Court. And does he not look like Bull from Night Court? But I don't there have you a shaved go. head, right? Richard, Pretty good. Richard Mall. Yeah. 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 That's what everyone aspires to look like. <laughs> Bull from Night Court. <laughs> so here you I'm are in L.A. Now. We've uh, put you through the car wash all day. We always apologize mm. to our guests because you're the last stop when you have to go record all these things. And, and you don't even get to enjoy a nice L.A. dinner. You're flying out of here. Yeah, we're we're uh, racing this weekend in Chicago, so we have to be in Chicago all day with all the other drivers. There's right. 16 of us, and we've got media all day tomorrow, so they're flying us in. I actually do get to skip some of the some of the stuff that they have to do today because uh, we're in L.A. today. So um, I'm I'm glad to be here because it's getting me out of some <laughs> other um, more awkward things that that I would have to be doing some dinners and stuff that aren't that much fun. Nothing will be more awkward yeah. than this. <laughs> Nothing. We assure you of that. Um, well, I have some maybe potentially breaking news. I was Whoa. talking to uh, to a source here at Fox. Are you maybe going to be doing some Xfinity Series races with us next year? I had tweeted that I was interested in in doing some Xfinity races. So, um, yeah, I think I would like to try it. And uh, the, they extended the offer to me that, uh, we could try. We could give it a shot. So I want to go up in there next year and and watch a few races or watch one race and sort of see what I'm getting myself into. But it looks like a lot of fun. And all the drivers that did it last year looked great, sounded great. Yeah, they seem to have a lot of fun doing it. So I don't know if it's like a career path for me. Right. It just depends. But um, whether I even have any talent, but uh, in the booth, it'd Wait. be fun. Wait. If you have any talent, in you've the got booth. talent. Oh, oh, in the booth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But you say. said as you did a broadcaster. A, but you said you did a radio show for a while, so clearly, like you're comfortable, you can do it, and you do interviews and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I think yeah. I would be comfortable, and I watch. You know, I'm like every other fan. I watched, and I have, I am critical of the broadcast right. as every other fan is, and I, you know, everybody thinks they have, they could do it better, or thinks that they know how to do it, or would would have done it differently. But I know that. There's a lot of things going on in that room that you don't see. Oh, yeah. And there's so much happening and so much information being handed and passed around and so many things that have to get done. It's not like you're just sitting up there with all this all this opportunity to, just to conversate and talk about the race. I mean, there's information that they're giving to the fans, and it's a process that, you know, every segment has this sort of process of dominoes that have to fall, and you got to find a way to fit in there and get your little ideas and I'm sure it's not going to be as exciting as I think. Oh, it'll be totally as I don't exciting. know, man. It sounds like it could be, you know. It's, it's also like, work, though. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like people think, man, I want to be a movie star. Well, there's a lot to it. Yeah. And, and You're sitting in your trailer yeah. for 16 hours a day. Yeah. And is yeah. it more pressure because you know where your peers are watching? Because it doesn't matter if it's a truck series race, Xfinity, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Now you, you guys are now always tweeting now, about yeah. what's going on. Now, now I don't want to do it. Now, you, <laughs> now you've ruined it. <laughs> now you've ruined now it. I've decided not to do it. All right, so we broke the news that Dale is doing it, and now we're breaking the news that the deal is off. <laughs> not doing it. Not going to do the Xfinity. Race. Here's a question. How do we get an invite to your house? Because uh, I've seen it. Uh, was it on Cribs, I think, <laughs> where, where you have like the little uh, the little town in behind your house? Yeah, we've got a western town down in oh, the woods. Man. Yeah, it's great. And you've got a jail that you put people in that well, are acting up. Only a time or two. It's not like a common. Now, when, like, yeah, did they it's have to years. really act up? I mean, like, like slug somebody or something. If, if they slug somebody, they're probably going in jail. So. <laughs> if they're not, 
if they're not leaving at the, at the time <laughs> already, if they're not leaving. But How long do you leave them in the jail? Well, typically, uh, if it's a friend, we'll leave them in there overnight. Really? Because, yeah, okay. well, we'll sober up we'll say, a bit. look, yes, go ahead and sleep here. <laughs> And we'll come get you in the morning. That's that must be so embarrassing though to wake up in the jail at your buddy's house. Yeah, you showed up. Yeah. You had luggage. You were excited. <laughs> Dale handed you a beer. You wake up the next morning. You're on the floor of this Western jail. Yeah, that's. I a... guess that's pretty scary when you put it that way. <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> we were doing it. Maybe if... no, but it... that's why that guy never came back. No, <laughs> but it lets people question how they really effed up because hey, you wake up and no one around. Be terrifying. Yeah. Well, it's if you if it only has happened a couple times, so okay. I promise you they deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm sure you're right. Are you still playing the drums? Are you? I haven't played the there? drums in over ten years. Yeah, and that's not riding the bike. It's not like you can just jump back on and and just start rolling. Uh, it's it's uh, I actually I I started playing the drums because I like everybody else loved music, wanted to play to you know my favorite tunes, and then somebody said, "Man, you." We're at a uh, like a little small concert, and somebody said you should get up there and play a song. And I'm like, all right, that's awesome. So I get up there, and as soon as I got behind that kid and turned around and saw those people, I just realized what a big mistake I had made, yeah. <laughs> and it was awful. So I kind of stumbled through whatever we were trying to accomplish in that ten minute or five minutes of a song, and I never wanted to do that again. But every time I would go uh, to a concert. Or, you know, somebody would be like, Dale's a drummer, man. Right. You should drag him up there. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> they always did. Come on. Come on. No. Come Pick on. Up the and then the people are screaming at you, go up there. Get up there. And you're just like, play the this snare. is the worst idea. Yeah. You just bring a triangle. You now. should just bring a triangle with you and just <laughs> yeah. be like, this is all I'm playing. But you realize you could, I mean, you could just call up Dave Grohl or something and say, I need, I want to just get a few lessons, like brush up a little bit or something. Yeah, I don't you know. You know so many people now. You could do that if you want. Dave has the time to give me lessons. Yeah. Um, he did break his leg. He but. did. <laughs> but He's now playing in a throne. <laughs> yeah. uh, here's a racing question. At one point, do you know you've got a fast car? Like one lap into practice, or sometimes you're like, oh, man, this car is I, What was it, like two weeks ago where you, you actually apologized to your crew? You said, yeah. oh, man, I was busting their balls and I shouldn't have. Yeah, I was a bit of a jerk. But <laughs> sometimes, you know, you just you, you get there and it's the heat of the day and the practice isn't going the way you want it to and you sort of you feel like you're just being honest. Yeah. You know, that's how it feels the mm-hmm. moment. But then in hindsight, you're like, that was just a little bit over the line. But but when you hop into that car, there must be certain fields where you're like, man, yeah. I've got a rocket. We got a we got this little timing uh, tablet that sort of keeps, you know, it shows you who's running the fastest and it shows you every lap that every driver runs. So even, all right, so I'll go out there and I practice. And even if the car feels great, I never assume that we're fast until I see that tablet. And I come into the garage and I stop and they hand me the tablet in the window and I look at it and I go, Oh, cool. You know, we're third. Or it is fast. You know, it feels fast, and it is fast. Sometimes it feels fast, and you're at the bottom of the sheet. And uh, But anyways, you you know, you wait, and you look at that sheet, and then, you know, you sort of determine, all right, well, we got to really work on this thing. We're way behind. Or, man, that's pretty good. Let's go in a fine-tune because we're, we're pretty close, and we're, you know. And you start watching throughout the rest of the weekend – uh, the competition changes. Guys start finding speed, and then it, you know there's new players that are that are moving to the top of the board. And we're always you're always watching that timing sheet, always watching it all weekend long. 
And on race day, do you still get that feeling? Because I know if you go to a race, you ask any NASCAR fan, when those cars fire up, it's just like it's like nothing else in sports. When you are sitting in that vehicle and, and you hear the engines roar, do you still get like, you're like, wow, like a kid again every time? Yeah, I think that that's exactly what you're waiting on all weekend. We're, you know, there's a lot that leads up to um, driving the race or finally getting in the car. There's a lot of practice and qualifying, some appearances, meet and greets, and this and that and other. And there's the, but the so the weekend's this whole process. The only thing you want is to get in the car and start the race, you know. And so all this that you're doing is little hurdles and and little obstacles in the way. And finally, like once you get to climb in the car and get away from everybody. And and just suit up and get in this helmet where nobody, you know, only only way to communicate with someone is through a radio. And only a few people have this radio, so those guys in your pits. Mm-hmm. There's something about that that brings some calmness and puts you in a zone and makes you feel like you're at work and yeah. you can finally get something done. It's kind of like... <laughs> a bit different than sitting uh, at a, a desk. It isn't. When, you, when you're it's four the same. wide. I know you listen to you guys on the radio, though. You're four wide at Talladega, and you guys are talking like you're, yeah. you're talking to your office mate next to you. Yeah, this car's a bit. I little know. Little. But it's like, <laughs> it's kind of like you come to work, and somebody comes in the door every 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it puts something on your desk, asks you a question. And you're, you've got this one project you're working on, and finally, after about. At, the, at three o'clock, finally, they you know you lock the door and you finally get to sit down and do the job and do the project you're you're trying to work on. That's kind of the, what the weekend's like, you know. We're the whole you know the whole process of leading up to the race is important, necessary, but not you know you're really there for those laps in that race and that that adrenaline you get from the competition of that event. So when that thing's about to start, you're so fired up that you're, you know, you're just ready to go and you're glad that this is finally going to happen. And, uh, you know, you're going to have this race and it's going to be great and everything's going to work. Do you still get nervous? Do you still get nervous yeah, before a race? I yeah. get more nervous before qualifying and I always have. I'm a, I'm not, not doing too good a job of qualifying this year. I've been a pretty poor qualifier for several years, but there had been stretches in my career where we actually qualified really well. So I know we can do it. And uh, it's just a totally different combination to to the lock to figure out how to set up a car and get a car comfortable for qualifying. But I get more nervous for qualifying because that is you actually get closer to being out of control qualifying than you do in the race. Really, the race is a 500 mile event where you you pace yourself, you're running as hard as you can, but you know I don't know just the setup of the car is a lot a little bit more comfortable in the race I guess and. The race is the race. You know, you're there to run the race. Qualifying is like, man, you know, who cares where I start? Right. You know, I just want to race. And the, and the possibilities are kind of endless, right? Yeah. It's just you on the track, yeah. so anything could really anything happen. Anything could happen, right. yeah. So qualifying, yeah. and qualifying is a little bit of a, uh, you know, you're in you're, you're under the microscope. Right. You're out there trying to put just this lap you. up, and your team's watching you like, what's it going to run? <laughs> what kind of laps is it going to run? Right. Oh it's, oh, it's not a good lap. Go again. Go again. Do you ever try again? You're like, I tried my hardest just now. That was it. <laughs> do you do you ever get like violent diarrhea or anything like that? <laughs> Thank God that never happened. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay. That you now that you bring it up, I mean, I'm glad that we were, we brought that up. I didn't know if we were going to talk about violent diarrhea. Well, we ask everyone that everyone that comes in. We ask them if there's a food you stay away from the night yeah. before a race. Like, yeah. Well, I think that you know, fish is dangerous. Mm. Yes, you know, especially the further inland you go. Uh, <laughs> so typically, it's chicken, 
the night before and chicken or a little ham sandwich or something the day of the race. But keep yeah. it safe. Yes. Yeah, that makes uh, it's time for our most popular segment on uh, the podcast. It's time for Rapid Fire. Rapid Fire. We, fought, we, right? uh, we uh, got some questions from our... <laughs> we got the two thumbs up. For we that. got uh, some questions from our Twitter followers. Rapid I'm gonna, Fire. Yes. I'm going to start with two, if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, your favorite track. My favorite track, Daytona. Just the, you know, it's the cornerstone of the sport. A lot of history. And you don't have to travel a far distance to get to the track because a lot of tracks are in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that's true. Uh, is there a uh, – how many merchandise trailers do you have? I really don't even know. We're, we, right. They started this new thing with Fanatics. This is a big, giant tent now. So okay. the, tra- the trailers are leaving. The trailers are going away and the big tent's here. Is there an item where one time you're looking at the trailer and you're like, oh, God, get that out of there. I can't stand that. That's, that's hideous. Yeah, that's happened a couple times. I don't – I mean uh, – Underwear, I don't know. Uh, pajamas are kind of awkward. I don't know. Wait, underwear with like your face on it? Maybe I don't know. I, <laughs> there's been some. There's been some items that are questionable. I guess. Yeah. Doesn't come to mind. But. I understand. Okay. okay now so Mike, we're Mike, go we've that. solicited. We sent out a tweet and asked for uh, for questions. So Mike was going to read some of the questions. Yeah, there. and Danielle Travis says hi. By the way. Um, so this is first one's from Nathan Hill. Is it true that if you're not first, you're last? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> true. Pretty it's much. First, first is only what matters. Uh, Blake Lynch asked, do you ever get tired of turning left? No, actually I don't. I hate turning right. So if I could just turn left the rest of my life, that'd be great. You don't These like are the road terrible courses? I don't so like far, the road courses. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the road courses. I've been doing really well on them actually the last, this year. At, I don't know. I guess they're getting fun, but. I grew up wanting to be a oval racer. Never yeah. really had this dream in my mind of road run road courses. That's the big problem we have in Canada. Most of our, mm-hmm. our listeners are Canadian, so the one track that can host an event—it's already hosted uh, the Truck Series—is the uh, Motors Motorsport Park, yes. which is now Canadian Motorsports mm-hmm. Park. We don't have any big ovals. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's the problem with Canada. Yeah, right, this that's is, not that's the cast car series though. You had that for that's right. So many. Years. It's now the Canadian Tire Series. Yeah, yeah. Very, it's pretty good. It's a very good series. Yeah. Uh, Maple Syrup Shots wants to know what was your first car. My first car was a 1988 S10 pickup truck. Whoa. Yeah, I got a, uh, I had, I bought an 88 S10 pickup truck about a year ago and um, had it uh, fixed up and and painted and done exactly like like your first one. Like my first truck, yeah. So So, wait, so now when you you go home, (laughs) is it like at your house? Yeah, I drive it. I was pretty much. I split time with it, and another car is my daily driver. I was just going to say, so it's almost like, an, that must be amazing to just drive that it every is. day now. All these memories are coming back right, to me. Right, that I had. I mean, I'm 40 now, and so I had that truck when I was 16 and 17 years old, and then I graduated college or high school and got another car, but uh, I missed that car. Like, when I got this other car, I was like, damn it. Uh, I want the S10 back, but I, when I drive it, all these memories come back. Yeah, I'm like, right. oh, I remember being, you know, doing this or doing that. It's crazy. <laughs> all right, uh, yeah. this is from Kyle Holland. What's your favorite beverage after winning a race? Beer is good, but um, Jimmy Johnson told me to chug chocolate milk, and now I thought he's crazy. I'm like, this is some kind. Well, of he's joke. a fit nut. Yeah, I thought, man, this is some kind of joke. This is gonna make me <laughs> sick or something. But now I'm seeing these commercials, so thank you, Jimmy. You're very smart. Is there uh, a beverage, you don't have to name any sponsors, where once you're sponsored by someone and they said, okay, you got to drink this after, and you're like, oh, God, this is disgusting. No, not really. Um, we've been representing and uh, we've been working with Diet Mountain Dew for a long time. Oh, Amp not Energy. Dew, that's you've a good rocking that. Like, yeah, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, that stuff's good. Amp's great. I love Amp. But, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, the chocolate milk, we chug that, we drink. I've been through it all as far as the the, the ideas of Pedialyte and all that crazy stuff people tell yeah. you to drink to get the fluids back. But typically, um, drink a lot of water and go drink, go home and drink some beer. How do they not have Kyle Busch chugging the thing of Skittles at the end? Yeah. When he's in the Skittles car, if he wins. That's a good point. I don't know why they don't do that. I think, I don't know. And that's it? Know. That's it. Right. The first two yeah. questions were horrible. Yeah, those are we, awful. There's a lot of... Uh, Questionable questions here. Questionable so, questions. I yeah, bet. I picked the good oh ones. The clean ones. <laughs> do you like doing commercials? Like, do you like that Diet Mountain Dew commercial where you're ripping around in the car and stuff? Like, what? How is that? How did that work exactly? When that you- was, um, I, honestly, uh, the when we did the Dale call where we jump into the field uh, when the guys are duck hunting. Yeah. I uh, had the flu that morning and I called them and I said, I can't come in, man. I'm way too sick. I got to need, I need 24 hours at least. And they were like, nope. We're, we have to do it. Wow. There's a lot of money on the line. We've got to do it. You can't. We can't move it. So I said, all right. They said, we promise we'll try to get you in here, that, get in here quick. So I showed up, and I was in this big warehouse, and they built this big round green screen, and they had the car in the middle of it on casters, and they just spun the car around it with me in it, drinking the Mountain Dew, and I was there 30 minutes. Oh, uh, that's pretty that's decent. Yeah, wow. so I, so Any that, longer being spun in a circle, yeah, drinking yeah. Mountain Dew with the flu, that would be yeah. a recipe for disaster. I was never outside, never... Never in the never oh, jumping okay. the car and all that. Yeah, it's crazy, man. The editing. It is amazing how they can and, do and that. Then, and that nationwide commercial, that's great too. Or they're building the car and yeah, stuff like that. that was you're just of, voicing that over. But. Yeah, but that I was we we were there for a while all day shooting that, and that was a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. it came together really well, and it was fun to acknowledge all those people. You don't get the opportunity to really yeah. uh, give those certain people credit that have you know that was a great commercial. And Did I really they enjoyed ask it. you to like? For your input, like yeah, yeah, right. we spent a lot of time. Uh, we spent a lot of time preparing for that and doing a lot of interviews off off of that. There were some offshoot interviews they used for for social media and so forth. Uh, that we spent a lot of time working on that. That was fun. It was good. The, the, we've won some awards with some of the stuff we've done with Nationwide. We've done a lot of. We've been working with them for uh, way before they were the primary sponsor of my car. So we did mm-hmm. a lot. We had a PSA with them for years and won some great. Uh, awards for our work on our commercial, and then so. Peyton comes along and eats a chicken parm and steals the thunder. He does. Now he's a classic. Uh, he's Peyton. definitely up the <laughs> standard of our 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 commercials. It, but that's good. You're on the same yeah, team. right? I'm glad that he's here. Um, <laughs> he's been. He's you know he's a good teammate. Now yeah. we know you have a uh, flight to catch, so we're going to let you go. And right. um, one thing, if you can. Uh, Get us invited back to the NASCAR Awards. We presented an award last year. Actually, we, we introduced a video. Yeah. And can you make the NASCAR Awards three hours shorter? Please? Yes. Of course, yes. Yeah. That <laughs> would be my wish. Oh, yeah. crap. It's it, a little long. It was like the Academy Awards felt like a 15-minute interstitial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were so long, so yes. very long. Yeah, yeah, we'll work on it. Yep. Yeah. We're very proud of our sport. Maybe we should rethink it. <laughs> it was great. It was Nothing a great wrong. Time. Brevity uh, is good. Yeah. Brevity agree, is yeah. good. Absolutely. Yeah, um, thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Right. Okay. Here's here's the awkward part okay. where we have to uh-huh. ask you to We're just, just walk out. Yeah. All right. There See ya. <laughs> okay. And we bring in uh, Jeremy Taggart. We just had Dale Earnhardt Jr. And whenever I think of NASCAR and Jeremy Taggart now, I'm going to think of a, the NASCAR trip we were supposed to take, but I couldn't oh. say anything because we we were like didn't know if we were going to move into L.A. We couldn't say anything. Yeah. So we were supposed to rent the big motor home, and then I've, and then you were like, are we booking this or not? And I'm like, oh, I can't do it. It was the big trip that net that wasn't. How disappointed were you, Taggart? On, on, I, I, I wasn't nearly as disappointed as my brother, Jetson. 
I know. I I, I was very disappointed, too. That would have been fun. But But now that you guys are all hooked up down there, we have to do it another time. And the real singing, all singing, all dancing passes, too. Oh, the NASCAR, that's no problem. And we just had Dale Jr. in here, and you could give him some drum lessons. He used to play the drums. He says he hasn't played in 10 years. Perfect. He says it's kind of a curse now because people, he goes to a (laughs) concert, they think he can play the drums, so they call him up on stage. He's like, I can't. I uh, don't know what to do. Yeah, no kidding, eh? <laughs> like, not like he's a was a pro drummer. That's tough. You go up there and you just mail it in, eh? Yeah, if you play the acoustic guitar, you can mail that yeah, in. You just right. like, pretend to strum along, never yeah, change John, the chords. John Daly always does knocking on heaven's door. He d- and he doesn't play it. Or he just plays the same song. Yeah, he plays the same, he plays the same <laughs> tune over and over. I, I was supposed to play, because uh, I played a little... Uh, bass in high school and i was supposed to play on our uh, grad song which was winds of change by scorpions which love uh, that song. we all know Classic. that's about the fall of the song. berlin wall but we changed the lyrics and Ooh. i was good with the whole song except for the guitar solo i was it was tough for me to, to do the bass part for the guitar solo so i faked my way through it and in front of the whole school and all the parents and everything and i was like nobody found out and then my buddy uh, matt's little brother he he played bass guitar and came up to me and said, I noticed that you faked your way through that. <laughs> wow. Why did he have to call you out? He couldn't just let you live uh, with the glory? I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed th- that he knew that. It'd be cool if we did double drummers with Dale Jr. and, and Taggart. That, that would, would be, be pretty awesome. cool. Here, I would like, I'm going to send this to, you guys have to answer uh, at the count of three, Taggart and Jim, the easiest instrument to pick up and learn in three, two, Bass? Guitar, yeah, yeah, bass. I'll go. Okay, Jeremy's so. right, bass. Yeah. I thought yeah. it would you can, be. You bass. can play bass like three notes on a bass and yeah. jam along to lots of stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true, for sure. All right, that's why Not I played like it. Jay with the down to Gorky Park. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the winds <laughs> of change. <laughs> I work with Michael Shanker. Nice. Yeah. 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 Nice. Macaulay Shanker Group. Oh, yeah, no. MSG. Yeah, very cool. Not Macaulay Culkin Group. <laughs> Not, yeah. I notice uh, on the Jim Gaffigan show, which I watch every week, they have Macaulay Culkin appear every week. He does. He appear either every appears week? as himself or as like a barista that they think <laughs> looks like Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> really? It's quite really? Good. It's Culkin. Hey, hey, guess what I did this week, boy? Talk to us. We did the uh, Taggart and Torrens at a Bod's oh, house. Yeah, so you, I saw this. So you, you sent out a tweet saying, hey, if you want us to do the podcast at your house, send yeah. us a, send us a message, and you actually did it. We got a huge response from, like, I don't know, like 30 to 50 people that, like, offered us their, their spot, and we ended up selecting a, uh, a basement apartment in South Etobicoke. Okay, can I ask you quickly, Jeremy, how you came to select that? Well, it's just the, uh, it was a nice tweet. Uh, he said he's got uh, lots of chips and he's got <laughs> hockey sweaters hanging on the wall. That's, and uh, it's kind of do a it. classic uh, Canadianity feel. And he's, yeah. he invited over like six buddies, five buddies. So it was just a real party in the basement. So nice. did, you, did you show up to do the podcast sight unseen or did you do a, a sight survey? Oh, no, we just, that's it. That, coming over was the show. <laughs> wow. So, so we now, showed up. I, I, I got him a 12-pack of 50. Beautiful. To, uh, dub the place to get the party started. Labat Sankant. And uh, we had a great time. They, they, they was a, it's a great episode. We involved all of them. There was a bod mic so they could talk. 
and uh, we were just chatting and had an awesome time. We're going to do it again for sure. So you could have... You could have walked into like a hoarder's disaster or like a house full of cats. <laughs> or, or you could have been murdered. <laughs> yeah, not, I don't know, because it's on Twitter and the public profile and stuff, and I trusted the, the people that were sending in. Like, I, you did a, a I guess that would call the biggest back check I would do is make sure that they're real people and... Uh, <laughs> It's. I think you gotta trust those those fans out there. They're good people out. You guys know they how are. it is. Oh, they yeah. are. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, I it love the idea. It would have been great though if it was a house full of cats. Just yeah. <laughs> well, you we just had, heard like, the we cats. Had, like some places with the big, the you know, like the the McMansions with the huge TV screens and some fancy places, and then there was like some medium spots and. There was like uh, we just kind of wanted to make it as interesting as possible. I think South Etobicoke really does the trick. A little Rob Ford class. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is, that's Ford. Country. And then you have to get like a, a moving company or like Uber to sponsor because you're on the road or a trucking company. Well, that's where we need you on the podcast. How's your uh, sponsor going there, boy? Well, yeah. it appears it's... we're on the verge of uh, getting a new sponsor, but we can't, oh, really? we can't yeah. talk about it. But oh. I will say this. I will say this. I'm glad you brought this up. They yeah. wanted us to talk about it this week, but the deal isn't done. The old, oh, the deal's not done. Oh, but why didn't you guys just mention them anyway? It's like, <laughs> no, that's not how it works. We just want to be sure we're all on, but, on above board. That's right. But no, uh, we we are we are apparently getting a new sponsor. That's great. Uh, it's good. I think it will surprise some people. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. That's like all I'll say. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So, so that's, that, there, that's a tease. That's a classic tease, right there. Trojan yeah. condoms, and we have to wear samples fully and... erect we have to maintain an erection through the whole podcast <laughs> that would be fantastic that I would could be kind of cool to botticello kind of cool do but it. not at all <laughs> two-hour podcast i no could problem. do it mike six next to me he could do it easy <laughs> yeah. to me. that's right that's right just keep Everybody looking over out why jim's so popular <laughs> 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 K Dom, <laughs> the old big unit part two, big tasty, the old K Dom, <laughs> big tasty. That's it right there, the big tasty. Oh my god! So, Jeremy, are you gonna go to strangers' houses? Uh, is this gonna be uh, uh, ongoing? Well, thing? It, it marked our fiftieth episode, so Whoa, we might 50. do it with the milestone in the future, Definitely. like number one hundred. Yeah, well, because we have the tour coming up, and uh, we're going to be announcing it very shortly. It's it's at uh, the end of November, a Canadian tour. This so, is amazing. Wow, awesome. How we, you can't say where you're going yet, obviously. We're we're hitting most of the. Uh, we're basically doing kind of like a western, uh, you know. I guess we're you know from Toronto West first, and then we're going to do uh, uh, the East Coast in the New wow. Year. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we're doing most places. That's wicked. Uh, by the be way, good times. Uh, I wanted to play this. It, it's a new Ruffles commercial that uh, came out that I think will pique uh, everyone's interest, uh, podcast listeners and Jeremy Taggart, because a bit of Canadiana is coming down to America. And actually, I like this commercial. It made me chuckle a few times. Hmm. That's Problem. Americans don't understand the taste of Ruffles all-dressed potato chips. They're salty. They're savory. They're sweet. And they're Canadian. <laughs> Mm. Mm. 
We need a symbol. Yeah, something that combines other great things from Canada to create something unforgettable. My friends, meet the Bibusseri. Help if we had the video here. What the hell was that there? <laughs> the, the what, was, what was that? The beaver bear? Hello, bonjour. <laughs> it's a beaver bear moose. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> People are going to freak out over these chips. Truffles, all dressed chips. Stateside for a limited time. Talk eh? about uh, missing the punchline there. Eh? Yeah. Wow, really? <laughs> Did everybody get murdered at the end? Yeah, it sounded like they were all terrified of the bibusair. <laughs> Someone was killed over their chips there. I just, oh my god! This used to work. I, I, didn't, I didn't know all dressed chips were Canadian. Yeah, yeah, and it's a big deal. They're coming down here, Bob. Sorry, so does it didn't that mean work there's going to be ketchup and other kinds, or just that? I think that's, that's it. I think for now, just the all dressed. I bet you they're. Huge. Oh, here it is. So here's the bibusser. Uh, sorry, Jeremy, you can't see this, but now Jay can sure. finally see the bibusser. It's, it's like a, a boardroom. <laughs> There's the bibusser. This guy's terrified. And then the bibusser speaks, and that's when they all scream. He's like, ah, merci. Uh. He oh, says French, merci. That that's what the bibusser says. He said something like that. He said something in French. Something in France. That there we go. Okay. Scared everybody. Well, okay, sorry. Dan had such good intentions there. Hey, it's not our boardroom. <laughs> uh, Taggart, as always, we thank you for coming on. And that podcast uh, is out right now? No, the episode 50 will actually be it. We canned it. So uh, it'll, we, we have done episode 48 just came out. And 49 will come out this week. You guys are so more, much more organized than us, Jeremy. No, we're not. No what? way. No, like, it just sounds like that when I talk on the, on this. Believe me. Oh, man. We, we don't even get it out weekly. We're like every 10 days, sometimes two weeks. It's awful. <sighs> Got to get back on the weekly tip like you guys. Well, that's, I hate to give credit to Mike Botticello, but he keeps us on the weekly train. Oh, it's good. It's good. Keep the train on the tracks. There. Yeah. Keeping it on the tracks. Hey, have a great weekend, uh, Bod, and we'll uh, chat with you soon. Love you, boys. Have a great one. Okay. That's Jeremy Tiger, Canadian rock legend. Awful what do you see? announcing there? just sent out a tweet. Fox Sports Live's Jay Onright channel Stephen Colbert to embrace debate. They sent out a link. Whoa. The tweet was sent out about you while we're sitting here. How about that? Thanks, Awful Announcing. We appreciate the support. That'll make Jay and Dan happy. And I saw uh, Dale Earnhardt. Junior's team tweeted out a photo of him being here on the podcast. Is that right? Oh, all right. All right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah. we thank him for coming well, in. We thank uh, Jeremy Taggart. That was all fun. Right. Mac, thanks for hanging out with us today. Yeah, Mac, great job. Um, You're the number one cop of the Mike Botticello. Got most of it right. Most of it. <laughs> it's hard when you're. One man. I feel like again we should cool. we should figure out if Pat's not going to be here we should have someone to do the. Drops. Yeah, we just try to soldier on. Let's and get we someone in here. We shouldn't do that, yeah. We need a swing man. Yeah, a swing man or woman. But they're dropping. We had Featherstone, he dropped. We had Vader, he dropped. So. Yeah, true. what happened to Vader? <sighs> He's too valuable. He was burdened down today. We should hire Mac. Yeah, yeah. Mac. Yeah, How about Mac? We'll yeah. fly him out every week. He lives in yeah. New York. We'll yeah. love this <laughs> idea. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. podcast. Yeah, there is new a sponsor. Yeah. yeah, we got that new sponsor coming soon. It's going to be surprising to all of you. Engineer Jim, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. And uh, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, We have Colin Cowherd on next week. That's going to be good. It's going to be great. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. God bless.